the Onyx Podcast. I'm this week's host, Eddie Webb, with my co-host, Dixie Cochran. Hi! I've been and... sick, so I'm really, really glad that my character talks like this. <laughs> Pre-raspy. Yeah, and right? our amazing Game Master, Travis Legg. Hello. And uh, we have been t- we talked about this all last episode. This is our Scarlands actual play, so let's just kind of get going. Yeah, if you don't know who we're playing, listen to last week's episode. We're exactly. not going to tell you nothing. <laughs> Figure it out. Dive Figure right it in. out. <laughs> we'll do it live. Um, so you uh, are, as we discussed last session, or during the session zero, I should say, uh, you are friends. You've known each other for a while. Snake friend. And Everyone should have a snake friend. We discussed that Breck was infected with uh, the Legionnaire's Rust. Mm-hmm. And we discussed a little bit about the, the effects of that. And we've decided, because of the change in circumstances, I've decided to focus on another area of the campaign. Okay. So we are going to tell today's tale in the Gleaming Valley. Uh, We're going to assume that recently, within the past few days, uh, news has gone out that the appropriate components have been recovered from the inside of Glivet Autel. Ooh. Okay. Didn't that, even have to go there, thank God. And that, <laughs> uh, in fact, a grand ritual is underway in order to hopefully finally conquer this curse. Uh, but it's basically an all-hands situation. Anyone who is already infected, if you are among the Hall Legion, or who is uh, what they call the breathing folk, um, so anyone that's not a Hollow Legionnaire, basically, um, is, inv- is, is they're basically asking for all allies to come to the city to help get everything in order, make sure that this thing goes off without a hitch, possibly defend against any retaliation from Glivet Hotel, mm-hmm. and, and just basically help bring this across the finish line so that we can finally have a cure for this terrible affliction that's ravaging our people. So this is definitely late game campaign. This is later, later, late in the ca- late in the game. Yes. We're, I hope I get to stab something. <laughs> we're we're peeling to the uh, to the sort of semi falling action, you might say. <laughs> nice. The the speed bumps on the falling action. So uh, there is an inn in the living quarter uh, where sort of adventurers gather. It's the place where the work notices are generally hung. It's the place where the people who are passing through, adventurers passing through, uh, all get sort of uh, directed to by the locals. Uh, If somebody comes into town and they're just kind of wearing common clothes or they're dressed like a merchant or a farmer or something along those lines, they'll generally be pointed to one of the other inns. But if they are wearing armor and carrying the uh, items that associate them as adventurers, uh, they will be pointed where you are. You look dangerous. Go over there. Yeah. <laughs> mm. You're in the Crux and Crucible. Mm-hmm. And so, Breck, you're local. Uh, you're probably aware, at least, that the Crux and Crucible is uh, run by a woman named Philia. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a tall woman, uh, dark skin, fluffy white curls, and a wiry form. Friendly but firm, expects guests to be polite and discreet. And uh, anyone who cuts out a line, she's more than happy to uh, bodily remove and call the guard on them. Uh, she's not scared of, of throwing patrons out of, out of the inn. Nice. You see a couple other patrons are, are gathered around. And you notice uh, Zora. A uh, halfling uh, works for the messenger service, the Zamzi Express in town, kind of dashing over from the other side door and and with a notice in her hand to nail up to the to the workboard. I'll watch her and see what she puts up. Just a sheaf of parchment. Um, you see she's got like six or seven more rolled up in, in her satchel and uh, kind of spins around as are the two of you like getting right up next to her or are you being very uh, creepy? Excellent. Uh, she kind of turns around and uh, are, 
now she's a halfling and you're extremely flexible. So yeah, no, uh, I just I just snake my snake head right over her head to like read the thing that she just put up. <laughs> so suddenly she's got a little like umbrella, a little snake snake umbrella. So I'm thinking like she turns around and like leaps and kind of like gets you in the just just enough in the bottom of the jaw to like to you know be really annoying when your teeth clank together. <laughs> <laughs> Bite your tongue. <laughs> he says, oh, excuse me. I'm so so sorry. I wasn't expecting. To, uh, you were right there. Whew. I know where I was. Uh, I did not. I apologize. Clearly. Uh, if you'll excuse me, I have more uh, notices to hang. You're excused. We're simply reading what you're putting up. Putting up. Oh, good luck. She runs out. Um. As you look and read it, it's written in Dunan. Uh, you, you can easily read it. It's the local common tongue. Mm-hmm. It says that the headmaster at the Artificers Academy is looking for adventurers to investigate supply stoppages throughout town. There's mm-hmm. dire need for various components that are not making their way to the academy. Specifically, uh, there's star steel that's needed from the quarry and there are some shipments that some of the mages at the academy are waiting on that for some reason seem to not be uh going out and they need adventurers to investigate what the delay is uh with the shipments coming in through the harbor it seems like we could either investigate some shipments friend or we could go trade in our swords and become miners stone cutters if you will that seems difficult difficult Not for you, I'm sure. Let us perhaps stick with the skills that we have. I suppose. It would be less dangerous, though. Maybe. Actually, miners die a lot, don't they? Yes, yes. Okay, let's go stab people instead. Agreed. Excellent. Uh, So you decide you're going to head and do a little bit of investigation into the holdup in the shipping arrangement. How would you like to begin with that? What What would the... First thing you'd like to do is you're is you're trying to dig up information on this. You should probably ask the people here. Yeah, as a tradition dictates, we talk to the bartender and or the other patrons. That is usually how these things go. <laughs> I'll go talk to the one who's standing alone That's by the fair wall. Okay. I, I have some uh, uh, familiarity with the bartender, so I'll talk with them. Excellent. So as you belly up to the bar, uh, Falia leans over and says, uh, what can I get for you? Uh, actually, that, that digression, I don't eat or drink do i uh you don't need to oh but i can for enjoyment you absolutely can for enjoyment or if there's any uh benefit so by way of example like potions like potions right Um, (laughs) or like if somebody casts like the a hero's feast you can still eat and and benefit from it got it okay um then i'll just say i would like an ale and some information information says, uh, well, I can promise you one of those. Uh, <laughs> the other, it's going to kind of depend on what you're asking about. What can I, uh, what can I help you with? I have just heard about the uh, stoppages of shipments that are occurring, and I'll relay the information from the, the notice board. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if perhaps you have heard anything that might be useful that we can go investigate. investigate. Her- heard anything? Mm, I mean... Or seen anything? I've... I know enough to know that there's a outfit getting ready to move into town or trying to move into town uh, to get their hands on this new shipping market that's opened up. Rumor has it that the jump gate that they've built has a couple of more pairs out in the world. So instead of just being able to jump ships from the caldera to Shelzar, We'll be able to ship to other places. Don't get too excited because I don't know how true it is, but one rumor even suggests that there's a, a similar gate up in Fenrilic. Refresh my memory. What does my character know about jump gates? I don't, Eddie doesn't know anything about jump gates. Oh, so uh, what you would be aware of most likely would be that there are uh, these ancient gates that, as far as the scholars can tell, predate the old, the ancient Lydian civilization. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, there had been one sitting in the caldera of 
the volcano where um, the Golden City sits. Mm-hmm. But no one knew what it did. Uh, recently, uh, a paired gate was found off the coast near Shelzar. And these two have now been mad. The scholars have managed to magically connect them and activate them. So now they can do shipping, basically sailing ships into the middle of the landlocked gleaming valley. And so, so it's, it's not like I can take a jump gate to anywhere. It's like only go from the one gate to the other gate. Right. Yeah. Okay. As far as they know, the gates need to be synced. Uh, mm-hmm. So, th- so in order for them to uh, set that up, they have to know where both gates are and then do various equations to get them in, in step with one another. So, so, so then the, the comments that they may have found more gates is, is definitely very exciting. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that could, and uh, specifically with Fenrilic, that would uh, put the Gleaming Valley on the interna- intercontinental trade map in a way that like not even, you know, Mithril is because uh, under normal circumstances, you can only sail to Fenrilic like two or three months out of the year. So the coldness. Yeah. Right. Nice. Ice, ice, we're looking for, right? Coldness, Jesus. <laughs> well, that is also true. I mean, there, there is. Well, factually correct and actually useful. Right? Okay, um, um, uh, so I'll, I'll ask, like, where, where could I find these individuals if I want to talk to them? Well, uh, what I would suggest is uh, follow your, your friend's instincts. And she nods over uh, towards Vashka. As Vashka was, you're going over to speak to the person sitting over there in the corner, feet up on the table yes. uh, by themselves? Yes. Yeah, we can cut to her then. Excellent. As you step over, they look up and... I don't s- step. I skulk or I slither. <laughs> Very good. Uh, which which approach are you preferring uh, in this instance? Slithering. I I know that Asathi have legs like people, but in my brain, they don't. In my you brain, they're just snakes from the waist down. Or, or just because that makes me happy. Your character's trying very hard to move like a snake, even though you have legs. Well, yeah, 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 exactly. You, you know what would be super cool, and I see no reason uh, why an Asathi couldn't do it, because you still do have a prehensile tail. Um, so you might, like, comfort slither. So, like, imagine if you, you know, if, imagine if their legs are like a cat's, right? They put your legs up on the back of your tail, so they're just sitting there sort of, relaxed and then <laughs> slithering along the ground like that seems like a cute thing in a, a little asathi that, that that's like something an asathi like toddler does i promise you okay well i i don't do that because i'm an asathi adult <laughs> i'm an adult I or at least i don't i don't do it where people can see me <laughs> that's fair so so you very adult fully slither Skulk. i'm skulking now <laughs> That's adult slithering, so that makes sense. <laughs> um, adult slithering. I learned so much in this podcast today. <laughs> Coldness. Adult slithering. <laughs> so you skulk over to um, the uh, person sitting at the table. Uh, they lean forward and uh, smile and say, Greetings, stranger. I don't believe we've met. No, we have not. What do you know about these missing shipments? Wow, that is that is an extremely direct question. Um, well, hi, I only need one answer. Hi, my name is Cyril. Uh, yours? <laughs> oh, uh, Vashka, right. Politeness, yes. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> of course. Um, your friend, uh, want to join us? They look over and point and, and wave <laughs> over at the... Uh... Breck. Yes, I'll come over with my beer. Bring, bring me a drink. I'll, I won't hand you the beer that I'm not touched. I don't want this beer. <laughs> Which beer would you like? Like I want a Malort. I thought you wanted a drink. drink. Malort has a drink. I've yet to see that proven to be true. Give it to me. Room temperature. I will go back to the bar. I will ask for a, a room temperature Malort. The bartender, um, like, looks incredibly crestfallen. It is not for me. <laughs> this is for the Asafi. She nods and gets it out and pours it in hands to you. It's like the dustiest bottle, like no one's ever ordered it before. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's behind a piece of glass that says, in case of Asafi, break glass. <laughs> <laughs> 
I will come back with with the Thumalort and I will I will set it down and be very thankful that because I have a, a, a armor for a body, I don't have to worry about my facial expressions. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, Sarah uh, points out both chairs, uh, you know, empty chairs for both of you if you haven't sat already, and says, uh, "So uh, you wanted to talk about the shipping situation." Um, it's of quite a bit of interest to me, as a matter of fact. Why uh, is that? Well, I am the proprietor, owner, operator, and uh, some would say uh, mastermind <laughs> uh, behind the Zamzi Express. I believe you had a brief uh, conversation with one of my messengers over by the message board. Oh, and sorry for the trouble about your chin. They toss you a copper. I think my jaw is worth more than one copper, but thank you very much. Uh, if it was broken, I could, you know, see a gold. Um, I can break it. Bashka just narrows her eyes at both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Drink beer. <laughs> Cyril says, uh, yeah, so my outfit, uh, you might say, has seen some difficulties with this uh, black armada. They specifically have been holding a shipping embargo at the Shelzar side of the portal. Now, Mm -hmm. they have an operative here in town. And I think if that operative were to either be exposed or no longer be interested in their position or no longer able to fill their position that would remove the black armada's foothold and we would no longer have this problem with them that's the best way i can think of to do it without bloodshed what about with bloodshed well with bloodshed we give it another either i would say day or two or if or the second that one of those hollow knights runs into a spot in that big ritual they're working that they don't have the supplies for. And then I bet you there'll be plenty of bloodshed because I bet you they'll sail a warship right out through that gate and go flatten the black armada. Hmm. What say you, Breck? There's no harm in trying the first method before we are forced to use the second. I'm sure we'll find bloodshed along the way. Vashka is visibly disappointed, but just sips her drink. <laughs> Very good. Um, and Cyril says, if the Black Armada is taken out of the picture um, and you're directly responsible for it, the Zamzi Express will remember your uh, fine work. Remember it with money? Money, future opportunities. That will also provide money? Yes, I only deal in opportunities that provide money. Excellent. Thank you for clearing that up. Of course. We have in the past run into philanthropists. Ooh, um, we don't use that word in polite conversation. Yep. Um. Bashka Bush- <laughs> makes a horrible face. Philanthropists. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> yeah, so uh, if there's anything that I can provide you that will make your uh inquest easier i'm happy to but i do know uh that there is supposedly some sort of a hideout they have here in town now one of my less savory associates you might say uh claims that they're marking things up with some kind of of code some kind of thieves can't um so maybe if you can find some of those symbols, you can find where they're holding up. I speak thieves can't. Do you? Well, that comes in handy. It surely uh, does. Quick question. Vashti's pronouns are she, her? Bashka. Sorry, Bashka. Um, and yeah, she, her. Um, she is very fluent in a wide variety of unusual things. Mostly just thieves can't. Well, that comes in extremely handy. There are people in my organization that uh, are familiar with uh, the cant, but 
have this silly problem with just accepting my coin to translate for me. We do not have that problem. Well, I appreciate that as well. And they pull a belt pouch off and set it on the table. So there's a hundred gold in there and plenty more where that came from once the problem is solved. Vashka quite bluntly just opens it and looks kind of like does a, a, a visual. Yeah. yeah. It looks like probably mm. looks like it's in, in platinum and, and uh, a few gold coins, but mostly in platinum. She bites one. That's good. Do you have mm. biting? Do you, I mean, you're all, it's all fangs, right? Do you have like actual grinding? I can, I can just squeeze it between two of my fangs. Like, that sounds very painful. I mean, how would you test well, for it? You don't even have a, a jaw. I pick up the coin and I hit it with my fist. <laughs> it goes flying across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Bounces off a wall, falls out a corner. Good job, genius. <laughs> you uh, eventually reclaim your coin. Yes. <clears throat> Cheapishly drink. Excellent. Um yeah. Uh, is there anyone else there that you'd like to speak with, or is there any other questions or anything that you have for Sarah? Otherwise, Honestly, I think we've got enough to start looking around and poking. Yeah, I don't think Vashka would like to speak with anybody. I mean, that's fair. Uh, and uh, a absolutely admirable position. Um, <laughs> I very people... rarely play surly character. This is really fun. <laughs> <laughs> people were just kind of in the way of the bloodshed part. Also, I That's think people fair. are probably not super nice to her because she's a Asafi. I'm nice to her. Right. But you're, yeah. you're not people. Not, you're not people. You're just armor. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, just for the, uh, I guess, record or for the edification of the audience, um, in terms of places where uh, the Asafi are likely to encounter some uh, ill will or, uh, for lack of a better, some racism... Um, the Gleaming Valley is one of the least likely because they're such an open and accepting place. Um, there and uh, the Manticora, a lot of any of the lands that are um, like former, they're like belong to the redeemed, uh, tend to generally be a lot more accepting of redeemed. If you get mm-hmm. into places like Calastia and stuff like that, that's where you start running into you know, like institutionalized problems along those lines and then in like Shelzar it's more just like Shelzar's a lot like New York <laughs> everyone's on top of each other and so nobody gets along that's my geography lesson or I guess that'd be more of a sociology lesson for the <laughs> Asathi not hated nearly as badly here yes Asathi right exactly the the short version of that is Asathi are less likely to run into prejudice in the Gleaming Valley uh, but having said that, uh, why don't we have our Sathi who speaks Thieves Can't uh, go ahead and give me just an investigation roll, if you don't mind. Can uh, do. As I, I'm assuming you're going to do a little bit of just kind of scouting the city around. I rolled a, a seven. A little bit? Is that that is that's amazing. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so I'm scouting. I've also me. written down a couple of pieces of it to show to Breck so that he knows what to keep an eye out for. Maybe he can help me because I'm not very observant. Excellent. Uh, Breck, sure. Yeah, why don't uh, why don't you go ahead and make a uh, investigation check as well, Breck? This would be amazing because I have zero intelligence and is not my skill I'm specialized in. So I also roll seven. Nice, but my okay. seven is better than seven because at least I have a bonus to it. <laughs> hey, okay. I rolled a four. Leave me alone. So, as you're kind of walking around looking for these uh, signs, symbols, anything that uh, would indicate that there was the presence of these these thieves um you notice some shouting in the uh distance uh as you listen a little closer it sounds like maybe some sort of like a a fight or a a a rumble and you realize at this point that you have wandered kind of beyond the bounds of the living quarter and are now on the, basically the outskirts of the quarry. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is this the right place? It's not too late to become miners. 
Uh, we will consider that as plan B. I thought plan B was bloodshed. Ah, right. Plan C. C. Oh, okay. Yeah, so as you kind of walk up, you can see this area. Uh, this looks like it uh, is something that's been sort of makeshift set up by the miners. Um, it's dug out, and uh, you can tell there's a couple of knocked out people on the ground. Um, a little bit of blood on the floor from some fighting, and you see uh, this elven woman just squared off with a pair of uh, humans. And imagine, you know, there's various crowds sort of gathered around the top lip of this uh, structure that you're standing before, this sort of dugout, um, almost arena. And the crowd's sort of cheering and chanting. And as you get right up to where the cart's backed up, uh, she lands a solid punch on one of the humans, uh, knocking them unconscious. I'm going to go out on a limb and assume that this is not a legal arena. <laughs> that looks like fun. This is probably not a legal arena. Hmm. But but the, the 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 people do seem like they're gathered here to like watch a fight happen. Oh yeah, yeah. In fact, mm. you you kind of see as you're looking around and looking over the crowd. You see a couple people that are like waving slips in the air. Mm. Um, you know, like like there's still possibly even open bets. Should we inquire with the crowd what's going on? That seems wise. Can we get up there easily, Travis, or is it like too high? Oh, you can climb it. It's it's okay. Yeah. It looks like the, on the right side there's a pathway. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, there's a pathway up there. Yeah. Let's just go until we find the first people like here. Um, <laughs> as you walk along. Uh, just kind of walking up to the first person you see that yes. isn't isn't being super loud. Yes, they're gonna be being super loud. I'm still gonna grab him and be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> just oh, hey, whoever what's the first up? person I see is, tell me what's going on here. Oh, okay. So that's Fausta. She used to be the uh, foreman here, and then she got canned, and uh, she said all sorts of mess about the new foreman. Uh, challenged his honor, all this, that, and the other. So she said that she'd take him on in the arena. He said, no, but I'll I'll face you with a champion. She said, send three. And uh, that's what you're looking at down there now. Mm. What will the outcome of this fight be? Will she get her job back? What are the stakes here? Well, I, I don't know what they worked out between them, but I know I got, you know, five silver riding on her. It seems like the odds are with her. Oh, yeah. She's a beast. Hmm. She's an elf. <laughs> I kind of look at Brack and I'm like, does this concern us? Mm, there was something in the letter about mining, but I don't think it ties to the supplies. So they, needed, uh, it, it, they needed some supplies from the mine, from the quarry. Oh, somebody needs something from the quarry? Uh, yes. Yes. Star it was steel, star, star, spire star steel. Something. Oh, star steel. Yeah, no, we're not. We're not shipping out any star steel right now. But we need it. Right, but we're not shipping any out right well, now. Well, can I just have some? <laughs> like just like just go into the mine and grab it. I mean, I I can buy it. Well, right, but see, the problem is, is that with the new foreman taking over, he's got to look over all the books because, see, when he took over, he took over because he accused Faust of stealing. So right now we have a moratorium on all sales until the books have been sorted out. What if it was a matter of life or death? Well, I mean, I, I just swing a pickaxe. I don't know what to tell okay, you. Okay, where, where's the new, where's the new foreman? <laughs> uh, new foreman's a guy named Aziz. You probably find him at the Crux and Crucible. But we were just fine, fine. <laughs> You're the worst. I'm the worst? No, we are the worst. Oh, no, this, this guy is the worst. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's go back to the Crux and Crucible. Yeah, there's no way he's showing his face around here right now, would you? And you look over as like five teeth fly out of the human. I mean, yeah, I would, I would show my face around here because I'm not an imbecile getting their ass kicked. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair enough. Enjoy your slaughter. Breck only kind of has a face. Also use, fair enough. I use it for drinking. And glowing. <laughs> All right. All right, we go back to the end. Go back to the end. Uh, why don't you each give me a, a investigation, investigation roll on your way to the end? Or, in fact, actually, since you since you are going to uh, use the help action, right, I'm assuming? Uh, yes. Yeah, I, will help, let's have, I will help 
Vashka because she has yeah, a bonus. Let's have Vashka make the roll with advantage instead. There we go. Teamwork. It do make the dream. Oh, good. Oh, that, that I'm glad I rolled with advantage. That is fortunate. So as you're making your way um, back toward the inn, you walking along a, a street and um, Breck sort of notices a symbol. Uh, you don't recognize it, Breck, but it looks like some sort of graffiti. And now that you've been sort of told to look for it, now you're recognizing it as being a lot more prevalent than you had thought of before. <laughs> and so you see this piece and you like point at it and you're like, hey, is that something we're looking for? And as that's pointed out to you, uh, Vashka, you realize that that is uh, a marking that generally means hideout. Mm-hmm. Basically carved uh, above an alley entrance. And there's just one person sort of hunched down in the alley entrance, just kind of sitting there. I just leaned over into where I, I think Breck's ear probably is. Mm-hmm. Um, I go, that's, that's their hideout. Their lair. Shall we just go right in and take care of it now? now? Or should we sneak in? I like sneaking into places. I thought you wanted bloodshed, Jack. I like to sneak in and then have bloodshed happen. Ah, well, in that case, then yes. Let's you die. you know my process, Breck. Come on. He looks <laughs> down at himself and is like, sneaking may perhaps be difficult. Maybe we should check around the other side and see if there is a door that they could run out of. I will do that. One moment. Excellent. I'll I will lean right. against the wall nonchalantly. Or the guy in the alley can't see me. I imagine you're like leaning against the wall, but like your head just keeps turning and snaking around. (laughs) (laughs) She's a very twitchy girl. (laughs) It's kind of like curling into different like poses. You know how like a snake will sort of like figure eight and then it goes in a loop. Exactly. Yeah, Um, exactly. Also like the character Vertigo from the game Primal Rage. Oh my god. Which I will keep that bringing is... up every single episode because <laughs> I loved that arcade game as a kid. And Vertigo is a favorite character. And See, that is pretty much who I'm playing. I think this should be the beginning of a new tradition where you bring up Vertigo from Primal Rage in every Pathcast. Obligatory <laughs> 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 Vertigo reference. I just start bringing in like deep Primal Rage lore because there were like novels and things. It was weird. Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There, there were novels? A, yeah, and action figures. I knew the action figures. I did not know yeah, about no, the novels. There's deep lore about how it's like, it's either in the far future or the far past. And like three of the characters that are fighting are the good guys. Like the, there's like a gorilla guy who's a good guy and some other guy. And then the other characters are bad guys, including Vertigo. Um, there's 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 deep primal rage lore. Okay, wait. So it's either in the far future, or the far past. The good guys are grown, rem- and the bad guys are lizard. Are well, you no, tell- there there are the- three good guys and three bad guys in the video. Why game. is this not Beast Wars? I I don't know. Um, okay, it's a it's a post apocalyptic of a version of Earth called Earth, spelled U R T H. Right. Uh, there's a plot. Uh, a meteor strike has devastated Earth, which is why there's little people running around at the bottom. They're all like primordial people now. Okay. And and you can eat them to regain your health when you're playing the game. <laughs> Right. Um, and there are virtuous beasts who want to keep peace on Earth. And there's a cryokinetic ape, a ceratopsian, a spiky creature, uh-huh. a, a talon, the striped raptor, the god of survival, and Sauron, the Tyrannosaurus, who's the god of hunger. Um, and then the destructive beasts are Chaos, who's a different ape with like red fur, mm. uh, Vertigo, the female cobra dinosaur, uh, who is the goddess of insanity. She used to be imprisoned on the moon before the meteor struck Earth. Of course. Um, and then Diablo, who's a fire-breathing Tyrannosaurus. And then that's that. there's an actual plot to Primal Rage, is what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, in Beast Wars, Optimus Primal is a gorilla. Megatron is a Tyrannosaurus Rex. And they are from the future, but they actually end up in the past. It's the same plot. <laughs> Which one came out first? Uh, what did the, the Primal Rage come out? Uh, early 90s, I think. Well, Beast Wars in 94. Uh... It came out in August 94. Is there some weird kind of ancient beast lore zeitgeist going on in 94? I bet you it's the Metallica Megadeth thing. Probably, probably. Like somebody got, like they fired their guitarist and he went, he's like, I'll show you, I'll go make Beast Wars. And then he got hired for Transformers. Or the other way around. That's amazing. Okay, so we're not playing this game, we're playing Primal Rage (laughs) now. I just want people to look up a gif of Vertigo to understand how my character moves. That's 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 all I want people to do. I mean, and that's fair, and that's a reasonable request. (laughs) Is it? Is it really? Um, Also, there was a lot of controversy because one of the fatalities involved uh, Chaos, the gorilla, uh, peeing on the opponent. (laughs) 
sounds amazing. It does sound kind of yeah, amazing. but when it was like a mom saw her like ten year old see it, it was a problem. Oh, I remember the sweet days of video games being a problem. <laughs> As opposed to now. <laughs> right, exactly. Now when it's like, you know, existence is a problem. And yes, the book Primal Rage, The Avatars was released by John Bornholt. Okay, now we so, know. So Annoying is half the battle. Vashka's going to pee on the hideout. No, I'm not. No, it wasn't her <laughs> ending. It's like a realist ending. So as you're on the back of the hideout, it becomes mm. very clear to you um, in your investigation that um, there is no like back door into this place. That's a terrible hideout. If <laughs> if there's another way in or out, it's going to have to be in the sewer. Oh, that's actually a very good hideout then. Um, no, I'll just come back. I was about, I was about maybe investigate the sewers, but I realized it's probably a terrible idea. So I'll come back and <laughs> say, there's no obvious back door, but they may perhaps have an escape exit through the sewers. We should cut off the escape exit. The sewers are a very large area and pretty covered by myself. So. We could light them on fire. The sewers or the hideouts? The sewers. That will cause different problems. It's true, but then we won't have this problem anymore. Okay, should we just go in through the front? See what they're up yes. to? Yes. I'm going to try to stealth up so that they don't see my character. Okay. Even if Eddie's going to just have to walk right in or brick. So you're going to, like, hide in the various shadows that Breck is creating, basically? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to slither, slither my way in there. I mean, uh, uh, our characters have known each other a while, right? Yeah, I oh, feel yeah. like we have, like, a, a method. So I'm wondering if, like, maybe I could just kind of, like, distract people and then you could hide in the chaos? Oh, yeah. I yeah, pretty much. It. Like, you could just walk right up and be like, what's going on here? And I could try to slip inside right. while you're talking to the alleyway guy. Right. Okay. Yeah, it uh, sounds like a solid plan. Uh, what would you like to say or do to a distract alleyway guy? I'll ask him if he has a permit. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is permit for what? Um, and when he says that, why don't you go ahead and make a... Uh, give me a deception check, but also give me an insight check. And okay, he will uh, get an insight check, but his will be at disadvantage because you're a hollow engineer. Okay, deception? Yep. Seven. Oh, well, uh, since he since since he's an NPC and you're a PC, I'm going to give you advantage instead of him disadvantage. So go ahead and roll it again. Also seven. Nice. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> Apparently, I can only roll one number today. <laughs> right? Same. Lots of sevens today. It is um, lots of sevens. My insight We're... also gave me insight, right? Yeah. That's a 12. That's different than a 7. Right. So you somehow managed to project that you're full of crap despite being uh, like how legionnaire who don't really read their emotions very well in their face. Um, but you do absolutely tell that this guy is dressed in uh, beneath the layer of rags that's wrapped around him. Mm -hmm. uh, he's dressed in very fine leather armor. Mm, okay. And he's his posture does not uh, speak of one who is malnourished or not well rested or uh, not in a combat stance. Um, <laughs> so he's a pro. Yeah, like this this dude. Uh, he's a pro uh, thief, probably. He doesn't look like he's a pro performer, though. Certainly not a good actor. Nobody is uh, nominating him for anything. <laughs> Very well. I nominate him for death. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, you should play Shirley characters more often, Dixie. You definitely. should, absolutely. <laughs> uh, are you going to try to you know, change your plan and try to kill this guy? Or you no, I'm going to try to sneak past him. All right, go ahead and give me a stealth check, please. you sneak past him? And you may have advantage. I am going to uh, sneak past him. <laughs> he is sufficiently distracted, even if he doesn't buy the... Oh, there we go. Those, those are you numbers. 24 or 29. Excellent. <laughs> so you slink right past him into the open door. I'm going to stick to the shadows and look around. Open door leads to a stairway that goes straight down. You can hear sp speaking at the bottom of the stairs. 
um, you're able to sort of slither down and get right to that corner of that stairwell. Mm -hmm. um, and I will get you over to that map just so you can kind of get a basic picture of what's going on. Um, maps are handy. I like maps. They are handy. I played so much theater of the mind play that like having a map just makes me happy now. Yeah. Did that uh, put you... You can now see the the room. Yes. Uh, you are effectively like right here. Like this is the bottom of the stairs where I'm pinging. If you can see that, mm -hmm, I can see. Yeah, there's three people that are sitting there at a table, just playing cards. What are they talking about? Uh, they seem to be talking about this new server that's working at one of the local dives. Oh, so nothing interesting. Yeah, it's all it's three people being. Uh, you know, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Not gross, but, uh, you know, they're locker roomy, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, a, in a not not a horrendous way. You, you don't immediately listen to them and like, oh, you all need to die. Um, you know, it's nothing like that. It's just, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. oh, she's a cutie and da 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 I'm going to um, point a finger at Breck. Or I'm, I'm going to go back up the stairs. Well, I was supposed to say it's like, okay. Well, I can do this through stone, though. Uh, point a finger at Breck and uh, psychically say, can you knock that guy out? Oh, uh, yes. You can say it back to me in your brain. Okay, you then, you, there, you probably there, know I can do this because we're friends. That's actually fair. Okay, then yeah, I'll say yes. I'll, there's no echo when he's using telepathy. Oh, nice. I was not going to throw this on a map, but we're going to throw this on a map real quick. We have gone off to start. Hooray. I mean, I, I can also come up from behind him and knock him out, or I can... That is true. You know, which will give me advantage, maybe? Surprise? Yeah, you will. Uh, you would have advantage if you addressed him at this point. Maybe I will say, keep distracting him. Okay. Can you see... Instead of knock him out. Okay. Also. See the map, I see a blue token there. All right, well, none of that might matter, depending on how Dixie's rolling. Okay, well, then I'll do that first. Okay. I'm going to try to knock him out from behind. All right. Okay. So this will, you'll have advantage. You yeah, also have I, 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 teamwork as I'm distracting the mm -hmm. disadvantage. To, to right. Attack. Yeah. And I'm going to declare this a non-lethal attack with the uh, hilt of my scimitar. Excellent. I'm just trying to knock him out. Do I have advantage on this? You do. Good. Can they roll the net one again? <laughs> ah, 17. Oh, that'll absolutely hit. Um, go ahead and roll your scimitar damage. Plus, you'll want to make sure you include your sneak attack. Oh, what do you get for sneak attack? You're uh, oh, level there 10 rogue. There it is. Yeah. I was say a lot. A lot. Yeah. yeah. However, it's non-lethal. Right. <laughs> right. I believe non-lethal damage, you, you calculate the same way, but if they hit zero, they just go unconscious. Yeah, so... They don't, just, they don't just There's my actual damage. Uh, oh, it already got sneak attack in there, so... Yeah, it, it, it put sneak attack in there. That's awesome. Oh, nice. I didn't okay. ask it to, which is confusing, but okay. I guess you just ignore it if you don't. Yeah, probably just... yeah. So, yeah, so 20, 24 total damage. Nice. Um, you crack him in the back of the skull, and that messes his day up. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but He's having a bad day. He uh, pulls out a dagger and, and shouts, What the hell? As combat begins. Um, so let's pull both your tokens on here. So I'm like behind him, technically? Yep. Yeah, so you're like there, and he's like here, and like, that's... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> basically um so uh we'll just go ahead and uh assume that breck can take initiative because you're aware of what uh vashka is doing oh true so then you'll take initiative then vashka then he will go so okay. if he's still up at the end of that then he'll get an, an action okay you two are coordinating with one another you know what i mean i it just yeah. makes more sense than that me. makes sense yeah um, all right Especially because we can communicate telepathically. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's... I don't really do non-lethal. You could so... declare any damage non-lethal. Yeah, you, you can flat. Vicious longsword? You can flat yeah. of the blade somebody, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I will non-lethal with the vicious longsword. All right. That's nice. Yeah, you smack him about the face, neck, and shoulders with the, the flat of a blade. Um, he does eight damage. And he takes eight damage, which uh, ironically is exactly what you needed to put him down. No, there you go. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So, like, before he can get out a syllable, basically, you knock him. He's like, ah! And, and I up. very coolly catch the dagger he's dropping. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> because I'm cool, and I want to just do that. 
Good job. So far, you have managed to avoid alerting anyone downstairs of your presence. Okay. What would you like to do next? We should pull him into the top of the stairwell here and tie him up and gag him. Okay. Okay. So then we're going to go into... I'm going to help Breck to stay behind me. Okay. Like far, far behind me. Okay. All right. Why don't you make a perception roll for me, please, Vashka? Me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can have advantage on this roll. I don't need it. Awesome. No, you do not. <clears throat> Uh, so I rolled a dat 20 for those who aren't watching roll 20. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you both make a stealth check. Um, but you are able to cancel out Breck's disadvantage because you have such a good eyeline on that wall that you can see where the light is mm-hmm. re- reflecting and tell him exactly when to stop. Oh, so that they won't be able to see him around the corner. <laughs> So, yeah, let's get stealths from both of you. It's so funny having a plus 13 on stealth. I'm like, the worst <laughs> The worst I can do is 14. Oh, my God. I rolled a nat 20. Shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> rolled a nat 20, so I got 19. <laughs> that is me with um, medicine and insight. Nice. Also, animal handling. I, I decided that she does not like animals. <laughs> I did not put any points on that. That's fair. Um, so, yeah, you got, uh, you, you're both very well hidden. Uh, as you make your way onto that stairwell, you have absolutely incapacitated and uh, tied up this other guard. And then we can flip back to the other map. Did that move you over? So yes. I, and I'm behind you, so I should put my token on there. Yeah, put, yeah. Just put it in the dirt somewhere. because the staircase In the dirt. Yeah. In the dirt. Yeah, in the, the ground. The stairway is basically here. <laughs> yeah, right, like, right. So like somewhere back here, so I can see. Okay, so when I get to the bottom of the stairway, uh, I'm going to cast Sleep right here. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Which is a saving throw of some sort? Uh, no, you just roll damage. Yeah. And for, they for just sleep. fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah, basically, um, and then the amount of hit points you roll, they count how many hit points they have from the highest to lowest. That's how no. Yep. Nice. That's not too bad. Unfortunately, though, not enough to knock any of them out. So you know that they all have at least 30 hit points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just imagine me psychically going, they all have at least 30 hit points. <laughs> and having Breck be like, what is a hit point? <laughs> and why Why do they have 30 of them? That sounds I, I dangerous. Don't know. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 30, they all have at least 30. <laughs> In that case, I'm going to cast Charm Person. <laughs> okay. Sleep. No, like me. Fuck. Okay. I mean, if, <laughs> if I can get this guy to pretend like he's my friend. Maybe we can come in here and claim that we're from like a different town and we sure. got sent over here to do some things. I don't know. I'm trying it. Yeah, I'll allow it. Um, you will, I, you will need to step up to them. Uh, to, it doesn't to... say that in the thing. It just says yeah. I attempt to charm someone I can see within range. Oh, don't you have to interact with them? To, nope. To, you just have to be able to see them. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> All right, cool. Snake eyes. Yeah, I'm like I'm like doing the like Ka from the Jungle Book thing. My eyes are going all <laughs> I love it. Um, so they just need to drop a wisdom. Yeah, just who, whoever the one closest to me is. Yeah. They are charmed. They are charmed with a. Uh, I will not, not great roll on their part in eleven. <laughs> uh, I will psychically ask them what their name is, and as uh, soon as they think their name, I'll hear it. Yeah, it's uh, my name's. Vlad. Oh my god, is this Vlad, Chad, Brad, and Sebastian, whatever the fuck his name is? <laughs> They're my favorite characters in the whole book. Vlad, Chad, Brad, and Bartholomew? Bartholomew, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm so excited that we get to interact with them. Um, uh, uh, so I communicate to Breck what's happening. Um, message is the best fucking yeah. <laughs> trip. I can yeah, just use it constantly. Handy. Uh, so, Yeah. So I push I, I back to Brack like, okay, I've got the one in front on my side. His name is Vlad. Uh, how's how's Breck's talking to people skills? I actually have a pretty high charisma. Okay. I have a good intimidation, but I don't have a good like persuasion. I mean, I don't have any skills in it. I mean, it's just naturally charismatic, but I have no skill in it. So oh, okay, okay, it, okay. It, it's just raw persuasion. Um, if you have skill in it, you might probably get better. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I will also ask him what the guard's name was at the top of the stairs. Bartholomew. Oh, we knocked out Bartholomew? Oh, now I feel bad. Um, 
<laughs> they killed uh, him. Okay. So now I will I will walk over. I, I'm just going to drop stealth and walk over as if I, I'm supposed to be here. And okay. get, get Brooke to follow me. I will look like a bodyguard. Uh, Vlad like hops to his feet and says, hey, how's it going? It's going wonderfully, Vlad. I hope you don't mind. By the time you let, let us in. Uh, we were sent here by the boss to pick up one of the shipments, and I, I, I show him a little slip that's written like that's like has a like thieves can't logo on it, like, like okay. a little symbol that that just means like loot essentially. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, just go in and ask Benji for whatever you need. Okay, can do. Uh, I haven't been here in a while. What does Benji look like again? Uh, the elf that's. Oh right! I, I thought his name was Genji. I'm so sorry, my brain. You're fine. It's uh, all good. Thank you, thank you, Vlad. Uh, thank you, Vlad's friends. No, I... no problem. Any friend of Vlad's. Okay, okay. So we're gonna walk over. <laughs> yep, and this yeah. is the door they were pointing at. All right. And you step in. You do see there's a Broadreach elf uh, sitting there. Um, He's sitting at a desk and he's got like money bags in front of him and various parchments and an abacus. And this room is just filled with like boxes and crates and barrels, various shipment things. Mm. Uh, many of them stamped with the uh, Zimzi Express logo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Benji, Bashka, I'm newer. Okay. I'm supposed to take some of these express packages and hate them to one of the newer hideouts newer this is hideouts my... yeah you don't know about the new place over by the docks go ahead and make a deception check please uh-oh 24 24 no i didn't know we were moving f- that fast i thought we had two more weeks before we opened up the new place in the docks we're, we're not opening it up per se we're just relocating some of the equipment well holy crap yeah let me go get the just boss. in case this place gets raided what, are we going to get raided? Uh, I heard it was a possibility. All right. Well, you start grabbing boxes. I'll, I'll go get the boss. Okay. He starts walking off. We are going to grab whatever we can as fast as we can. Right. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to grab anything we can stamped with that logo. And just and we are going to ass. fuck out of here. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Um you go barreling out the door, um, which is certainly enough. Uh, your your charm person is certainly enough to keep uh, Vlad from giving chase. Yeah, I mean we're gonna we're gonna power walk <laughs> and like and like wave on our way by. Thanks, guys. Okay, okay. Um, I'll give you a deception check. I'll give you advantage on that deception check to see if it passes with <laughs> the other two. Twenty five. Hooray! Yeah, absolutely. You're just. You're just Meryl Streeping your way through this thing. <laughs> oh my god! I can't make a snake character. I'm gonna name her Meryl. <laughs> Meryl Snake. <laughs> snake. Um, so yeah, you have uh, each gotten a large crate that's uh, stamped with the SMZ Express logo. Once we are like away from the hideout, I imagine you're gonna open it up and see what's inside. Yeah, let's, let's uh, like duck duck down a side street. Yeah, right. Exactly. Sure. Um, I mean, if, if, it's, if it's like nailed shut, we could just take it back to what's your face. Sure. Yeah. It, it, it's like, it's just yeah. I mean, you would it. you would need to pry them open. Okay. So, then yeah. we'll wait till we get there. Then. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll back back to the crux and crucible for the third time. Oh, excellent. Okay. <laughs> Getting a lot of use um, out of that. Although we, we, we can still talk to the foreman guy here, so you know we've got two things to do here now. That's true. That is true. Oh my god, we have side quest bar. <laughs> I th- I, yeah, I think we're mostly doing side quests. Oh god, there's two brecks on the screen. Oh god. I will delete, have, I will delete a Breck. There's a Breck in the end and a Breck uh, outside. The, the Breck is coming from inside the house. <laughs> what one one is named Breck and one is named Brack. Breck and Brack. My brother. No, Brack is Brack is your bug character. Oh, don't 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 get me started with a Breck Brack mix up. <laughs> oh Lord. I uh made the terrible mistake of naming one of the characters in Terat. Uh, Breck and then mistyping it Brack at one yes. point. Mm-hmm. At several points. <laughs> I, am, I deeply remember that. I mean, Brack's pretty great, though. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm in Brack. But, um, 
But yeah, so as you get back, you uh, go over to Cyril and, and prevent uh, present the uh, the crates. And they hop up and uh, reach into like the little bag they've got at their side and pull out a crowbar and pop the tops off. Um, the first appears to be filled with uh, some sort of a spice. Uh, smells like probably cinnamon. And then um, the second has uh, various bricks of incense in it and some of those bricks of incense have further markings on it are either of you proficient religion mm, yes I actually i am okay you are uh you are Brack, you said yes uh yeah so you recognize uh the uh you don't need to roll it uh okay. you you recognize the symbol of madriel is uh stamped into these um incense blocks uh, madriel is commonly associated with healing in the scarred lands, so mm-hmm. uh, looks like maybe this might be some sort of magical healing supplies. Hmm. I'll, I'll relay all that. Hmm. Cyril says, "Good eye, yeah, um, yeah." These uh, incense specifically were supposed to be delivered to the field hospital here a week ago. Mm, that makes sense. So, did you find these laying around somewhere, or do we have someone we can report to the guards? Oh, we can report them to the guards if you want to. Although we probably should do it quickly. Quickly. Do you have a Another recommendation? Well, th- they are under the impression that their hideout is going to be raided. So if this is going to actually be raided, it probably should be done very soon. Mm. Yeah. Let's, also, let's we get... just raided their hideout. I mean, that's fair. We let's get more stole from their hideout. Well, let's get the guard. Um, okay. okay. And uh, Cyril hops up and heads out into the road, uh, calls out for a member of the guard to come over. Vashka. Muttered under her breath, Agab. The guard makes their way over and uh, listens to the complaint. Uh, Has absolutely no issue with believing based on the word of the three of you you all being there, you know, confirming the story. I don't say shit to cops. (laughs) Very good. So you just kind of sit there with your arms folded and just like... Looking away, I'm, I'm imagining looking away very dramatically. You may be a snake, but you're not a narc. Exactly. Like, <laughs> occasionally, the head just sort of slowly goes back over, like you're looking at them, and then they, you see them looking at you and look away again real fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 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 narrating the animation in my head. I apologize. That's fine. No, I, I, however, my character is lawful, so I'm happy to 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 work with 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 law enforcement. Law enforcement that seem to be on the right side of the law. Yes. So this is like the Batman versus their Batman and Superman team up. Right. <laughs> snake man and hollow man. Snake woman. Snake woman, hollow man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the guards uh, say they'll take care of it uh, and head off and you can kind of hear uh, them sort of shouting some orders, you know, uh, we need to convene on this street and so on and so forth. I'm assuming that Breck also told them about the possible back exit in the sewers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and yeah, uh, I think given where we're at in time constraint uh, and given that we're going to uh, come back for a part three, that's probably a good place to step away. I know yeah, we, yeah. I figured, a, a talk, talk, letting the raid happen is because it's going to pause and then uh, uh, next session we can get together and figure and out f- what we're figure doing. Figure out those crystals, the star metal stuff. And right. Yep. Figure out what's going on exactly with that star metal. Excellent. <clears throat> we're solving uh, problems. You are. I'm so, also creating uh, problems. Yeah, <laughs> you are. That's true. <laughs> but that, but it's it's good ones. Make good trouble, they say, right? right. Indeed, indeed. Uh, so, Travis, um, if people want to talk to you more about uh, Dead Man's Rust Board, they find you online. I am everywhere online at Travis Leg L E G G E, except for on Twitch, where I'm at Plastic Age Plays. And Dixie, if people have questions about the Deep Primal Urge War, where are they finding you? <laughs> Uh, they can find me at Dixie Cyanide where there's all social media. Um, I'm also on the Onyx Path Discord, obviously. And if anybody finds a copy of the Primal Rage novel uh, or a Vertigo action figure, specifically the variant color scheme, um, please send it to me. <laughs> Although I saw some on eBay, so I probably just could buy my own. That's true. You could do that. Um, you can find me online at uh, Pugsteady. It's P-U-G-S-T-A-D-Y. Uh, my website is Pugsteady.com. Or you can find all of us, actually, on the Omix Path Discord uh, talking about our games, but also talking nonsense. That's kind of what we do. 
bit bit of nonsense yes bit of nonsense uh so thank you all for playing we'll see you all next week and as always any worlds